Vertugio. Welcome to the Sarah and Patty podcast. Hello, it's Patricia Allen and this is the Sarah and Patty podcast. In this edition, we catch up with 1927 ahead of their appearance at the Red Hot Summer Tour 2018 here on the Central Coast. Extraordinary Lives Part 3 with Ray Martin. We look at his life away from the television and we ran another snap poll. Should the date for a straight day change? Let us know what you think now at the 2GO Facebook page. We announced it on Monday. This is just so huge what's coming to the Central Coast, Mount Penang Central Coast. We've got John Farnham, Daryl Braithwaite, Baby Animals, Black Sorrows, and also 1927. One of the band members from 1927, he's been with them since 2009, is Simon Shapiro. He joins us this morning. G'day, buddy. Hey, Paddy. How are you going, mate? Good, Simon. How are you going, mate? Terrific. Mate, Fantastic. L- looking forward to getting to the Central Coast, buddy, next year? Well, I oh, love that part of the world. Um, I've grown up in Sydney and spending a lot of my vacations up there, and um, so very much looking forward to, to heading there with, with, with that lineup. Fantastic. What, what was your beach of choice? Did you guys go up to the entrance back then, or was it Terrigal? Oh, look, no, we, we, we did all that. Actually, we used to go to, and we used to go to... Um, to Copacabana, where yeah. my mum had a little uh, little hideaway there. So um, my teenage years were, were often spent uh, heading there for the for the weekend and and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah. unbelievable! Has your mum still got a joint there? No, that's uh, that's been gone for a while now. Which was uh, that was a sad day that 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 uh, ended. But uh, you know, I, I live in Brisbane these days, so I've, I've um, got the choice of a, of a lot of a um, lot of beautiful places that, that are. Um, that are pretty handy. Now, mate, you've been travelling around because you, you joined 1927 and 1927, part of the other uh, crew that are coming here, which is just sensational. We look forward to it next year. Mate, 2009 you joined them? Yeah, that's correct, yes. That was the um, the anniversary of, of Ish. And yeah. uh, they were doing a, t- doing a tour and needed a bass player for that. And I um, <clears throat> definitely wasn't going to let that one go by. Yeah. And, uh, been in the band ever since. Mate, isn't it great? I, I love to see all the old bands, well, I don't say old bands, well, when bands that we grew up with just touring again. It's great to hear that music again. Oh, yeah, look, I think what's really nice is that, you know, those songs, I guess, were part of were part of our lives and part yeah. of other people's lives, and you don't forget that. And um, I guess it's just great that, that people, I don't think even think they're reliving their youth. I think it's just a celebrating, you know, our lives and also sharing it with their children because they bring their kids to the shows now and and you know it's just uh, it's evolving and it's um it's great to be part of it yeah and it's sort of funny i know my boy cal he's 17 i'm there what are you listening to buddy and he said oh, i listen to men at work i'm there wow i was listening to that when i was your age cal and now he's he's you know he's 17 i'm there how'd you pick right. up on that and and it's amazing like he likes in excess and all these different bands that i grew up and it's great though it's going from one generation to the other yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's the same. Look, we, you know, I love the Beatles, but I, that was before kind of my time. But, uh, you know, so I don't think you can keep sort of good songs down. And that was a great period of Australian music, you know, pretty much, you know, all the way from kind of the early 70s right up to, to the late 80s was a pretty golden period there. A lot of great, great bands and great music. Simon, you said about the Beatles, a lot of the young guys like Central Coast bands that we talk to, and we say, who was your influence? And it's unbelievable. So many of them say, oh, the Beatles were? And you just yeah. go, wow, from so long ago. Well, that's great. That's really awesome that they um, that they, they do that, because I think there may be a period of time where that, that wasn't occurring, you know? And mate, what about yeah. with uh, 1927? Because you do a lot on, on the side by yourself as well, don't you? Oh yeah, look, I'm a, I'm a songwriter, a singer-songwriter, so I do some shows of, of my own as well, and and uh, 
but you know, 927's been a big, uh, massive part of what I do in the last 10 years, you know, because um, we, we do a lot of touring and making new music. So, you know, you've always got to juggle different balls in the air, I think, uh, these days, just to um, just keep it interesting. Yeah. Do you boys get back together to practice much or you go, <sighs> do we just... <laughs> it's pretty hard because we're in three different states. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I mean, before, like, you know, recording something or, or doing a new song we'll definitely get together earlier wherever we're heading next and, and we can nut things out at a sound check you know but uh, look we know the songs so we shouldn't need to be rehearsing them at this stage yeah surely not mate and there's a good rock up with John Farnham Daryl Braithwaite Baby Animals Black Sorrows yourself with 1927 it's a huge lineup of Australian artists yeah it's pretty massive isn't it um, when you just read, read them out like that it's um, any one of those acts you, you'd you'd go to see by themselves and they'd probably sell it out. So put them all together and uh, it's going to be a pretty amazing day for for everyone who turns up. Yeah, red hot summer tour. And the good thing is they put it on Saturday so we can have a few beers and then you can recover Sunday. That's great for us too because we, we can play our set and then and then hang around and, and, and listen to everyone else. You know, it's great. Yeah, and have a good time. Now, the, the ticket's on sale today actually about midday today through Ticketmaster and the date is the 24th of Feb. That is next February, Mount Penang Gardens here on the Central Coast and you'll be able to see... Simon Shapiro and 1927 doing it. Mate, encourage people, get out and get your tickets today, hey, buddy? Oh, look, I wouldn't be waiting too long. I've, I have a feeling that these are going to go pretty quick with that line-up. So, yeah, don't, don't think about it too hard. You know, ring your friends and, and get, a, get a crew together and um, get some tickets. Simon Shapiro from 1927. Thanks so much for taking time out, buddy. Thanks, Paddy. No, no, any This is the third and final instalment of Extraordinary Lives. We've been speaking with Ray Martin. We've spoken about his 60 minutes career, his midday career, a career that spanned 50 years on Australian TV. And we're up to now. Sarah and Paddy's Extraordinary Lives. How was it for the kids growing up going to school with having their dad, Ray Martin? How was that? I think it was it was okay, but my daughter would um, the, the one guaranteed way to get my daughter to do what I wanted to do was uh, drop her at school and threaten to get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, get out of the school. No, don't do it. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is so. My yeah, son's much better. My son didn't. Oddly enough, he went to a boys' school, and uh, my son, who's six foot five now and twenty seven, still kisses me, and I love it. I thought that yeah. I thought he'd be embarrassed about you know. Anyway, he gave me a hug and gave me a kiss, and uh, still does. So I'm very pleased that closeness mm. if i if i may i know that you've been very vocal about your childhood and how mm. things were tough and your mum was an incredible person who managed through adversity and you've been very vocal about talking about people who are living in situations that aren't ideal for you as a dad do you feel that beautiful love do you think it's even heightened because of what you may have missed out on in your your childhood oh, no question no question i mean it's in terms of i've just done a, a documentary series for prime on uh, on domestic violence and uh, and i have no trouble talking about mm. my mum's problem with my father who was never violent towards us kids but only no. towards mum when he was drinking and that's not my fault i mean no. I, I was simply a child, so yeah. we shouldn't be ashamed and talking so about important, things like Ray, that to talk about to it. say it, it doesn't you know because people would, i do stuff on midday or current 
fear about domestic violence because it's such an epidemic in Australia. And people would say, well, that was a good interview, but I'm sure you wouldn't understand how bad it is. And I used oh. to say, trust me, you know, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't go through the details, but it, you do. So it's important that people realise that, you know, you may be there in a nice suit and a nice tie, but it uh, doesn't mean that you haven't actually, you know, lived, lived it. it. What about your gold logies? Are they pride in place at home? Because you've got five of them, five gold. Are they pride in place at home or where are they? Paddy, they tarnish. <laughs> do, do they do gold, Don't you dare tarnish. It's not fiddly bits. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is. Or is it really? They tarnish. You, know, oh. you can't get any. There's some, they're in my study. But they, the membership, of, for example, my life membership of South is probably more important. Well, all right. Wow. Any of those goals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, every, every time you turned around, Ray, with oh. the gold, we remember that so fondly. It was just, you deserved every one of them. You know, oh, that clearly it's popularity and it was everybody, you were on everybody's lips. I mean, without a, a TV, without Ray felt what well, weird back then it I, felt I, really weird I've got a cartoon I put in in the my autobiography at one stage it was I don't know who did it but it's got the TV repairman and he's there telling a woman he's saying this no there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Ray Martin's on holidays <laughs> <laughs> was one of there you go have you ever worked I know oh, ABC SBS uh, 9 uh, 7 any, any 10 did you I, I've done the I do the project uh, every now and then oh, right, of course. right okay yeah. right is yeah. that fun do you love that's that that's great fun no, yeah. terrific. Oh, they show, show me too much respect. Ray, out of every interview I, I asked about the good ones before, the bad ones, was there one that really touched you? Was there one that you went, wow, it was really, I, really difficult? Daddy, I think all the time, you know, often it was almost the one that we did yesterday, but the three that are my sort of holy trinity are Sir Donald Bradman, mm. um, the first and sort of last that he ever did, and I'm a cricket tragic, so I just I couldn't believe that I was talking to oh. God. And I don't know anyone in any field, whether it be, um, you know, writing or business or sport or whatever, who was that much better than everybody else. And, and he clearly he was. was. And he was a very humble man. Um, uh, Professor Fred Hollows, <clears throat> I got to know him, and I'm at the moment trying to write a book on Fred. And uh, he was one of those, uh, again, most extraordinary character I've ever met. And, and in more recent times, Sir David Attenborough. And Attenborough's, I was worried about um, how I'm going to go with, um, you know, with a, with a such a, a high-profile Englishman. And, uh, and I thought he might might be pompous and he might be a bit effective but he's he's the most wonderful person i mean i can't find a fault with david Attenborough. He has a great a sense of humor too lovely sense he? likes a drink yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's got oh, no, we don't. <laughs> how does he get those shots i'm there how does don't he... you dare start ray talking about <laughs> photography, <laughs> photo <laughs> photography or cameras because you and know what he'll do yes and you love it this is a passion you've had for years your photography. It is. And as I mentioned, coming out of the closet for so long, it was to four corners in 60 minutes and other times I'd have the camera always with me and the cameraman or the producer would say, um, put the damn camera down. Always says <laughs> the camera. A notebook's okay, but you know, you're there to be a reporter. So I felt really guilty about it. And then the last oh, 15 years or so, I guess, under the influence of Ken Duncan, I love taking photographs and I say, I say to whomever, whomever I meet, whether it be David Atmer or whether it be the Prime Minister, I take photographs and when you're good, a uh, book published, then you're almost allowed to do that. And uh, and I think of the Audrey Hepburns and the, oh. you know, all these others all over the years that I never, prime ministers and presidents and so on, I never uh, brought the camera yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I do now. No yeah. hesitation. <laughs> but, but even our great Ken Duncan says that you're more tragic than him. Oh, no, I am. No, and he's got it under control. But, but for him, it's a job as well, as much as he loves it. And, and, and again, it's silly to talk about Ken in the same level. I mean, I'm obsessive and I'm a very good amateur. He He's a professional. He's mm. simply, it's like 
playing grade cricket and test cricket. The difference between someone like Ken and there are very few like Ken. But that's the difference. And so, uh, but I have found under his tutelage that the more I practice, the luckier I get. <laughs> it's amazing at that. You know, if, you, if you practice enough and you wait out there and you, that, you know, that's that, uh, uh, the pelican does come across it if you wait long enough. Wait, what about this? I want the, the three. You've got cricket, South Sydney, and photography. Oh, In what oh, order? In what oh, order? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, photography. Number one. Number one. Number one, oh, yeah. right. No, I'm, 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 if I don't take photographs, I start to have withdrawal symptoms. Yeah. Oh, a guess, tough one, isn't it? Yeah, no, I guess probably cricket. Um, <laughs> probably, and then South, but they're, but they're on a par. Yeah, um, yeah. I, Dead I, heat. My old man was a was a South supporter in, in the bush, and uh, and so I had no choice. It was um, you know it was in the blood. This red and green is in the blood, and, <laughs> and and the trouble is that I'm I am such a glass half full sort of guy. I always think I'm going to get, get a car park. I always think that mm. you know whatever I'm chasing, I'm going to end up with except football. And I always expect <laughs> South are going to lose, <laughs> and I always think they're going to lose. And they usually do. And but I've seen them. You know, apart yeah. from 2014, I've seen them win premierships, and you know, in my childhood. And then we had this incredible drought. So my you know. I think my son Luke went with Russell Crowe. Uh, met him when he was only a boy, and uh, and Luke would come to the football with me. And I think Luke went twenty three games, including two games here at Gosford, in which he never saw Souths win twenty three in a row. Wow! And he was convinced he wanted to switch to Cronulla, where his mother is. And, uh, <laughs> and I said, "That's not negotiable. No, you can't possibly go to Cronulla." Don't do that. And so the, when we won, we forget. We, we I think it was against Penrith, and Russell Crowe was there with. And this is like name dropping, except it's not meant to be. Tom Cruise was there with with Russell Crowe in the box. At the South's box, and so Russell ignored me and said, "Come on, Luke, come on, I got to go." So he grabbed Tom and, and Luke, and they went downstairs to the dressing room for celebrate oh, the first wow. victory in twenty-four games. If you waited that long, I think you Luke was probably it. about sixteen. You do deserve it. Did you have a few wines when they won the grand final? I did. Yeah, <laughs> just I did. the odd tip. My wife, and, as I said, my wife is Cronulla, and yet I got my daughter early on, and and uh, and in fact, Maria Fenny came on the midday show. The former South's captain came in the midday show with a tiny little jersey for Luke oh. when he was about. Two months old, oh, so and cute. so we got him. Built. It was no, again non-negotiable. Uh, that is our chat with Ray Martin. Our final piece on extraordinary lives. What an absolute champion! He needs get a trumpet. There we go. You can get the whole chat on our podcast, 2gofm.com.au. Story in the Express Advocate this morning. Fiona Kilman has written it. Hey, Fiona. And it says one of the first fiery debates of the newly elected Central Coast Council could be the change of a date for our Australia Day celebrations. We've got it on 2GO's Facebook page. You can give us a call as well, 432-4444. Have your say. What are your thoughts? You can give us a call now as we do our Snap Poll. Sarah and Paddy's Snap Poll. Our Snap Poll this morning. Should we change the date of Australia Day? We've got Des from Lizaro. Hey, Des. Hello, Paddy. How are you, mate? Good, mate. What are your thoughts, buddy? Mate, I agree with Chris Alston that, look, they should stop tampering with everything. This is our country and just leave it the way it is. Yeah, and look, if the look at it as a federal government issue, I still don't see anything wrong with the date. Seriously. And I'm no, there. there. I don't. Mate, I look no. at the important issues in this country, and this is federally too, and you go, it's a joke. You go, govern the country. Seriously. Yes. Wor- worry about the important things, and we all we all uh, celebrate Australia Day. It's for everybody. Stop tampering with things. Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you, Des. Thank, thanks, Patty. See you, mate. Bye. Cheers, mate. We've got Lindy. She's from Kalani Vale. Hello, Lindy. Hi, how you going? Yeah, what are your thoughts? 
I reckon we should change it to Melbourne Cup Day. Oh, come off it. We miss out on a public holiday then. Come on. Have a have a good look oh. at yourself. Have a look good look at yourself. No. Do, do you really Melbourne think we Cup should Day. do you really think we should change it to Melbourne Cup Day? Well, yeah. Oh, but Why there's, not? There's too many things the to celebrate. The stops for Melbourne Cup, so then we can celebrate Australia as well. Yeah, we celebrate Australia. I love celebrating it being Australian, but I love then celebrating the horsies. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> 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 Only a thought. All right, Lindy. And uh, that's the idea. Thank you for that, Lindy. Mm. See Bye. you for that. Bye. Hey, Micah Gosford, what are your thoughts, buddy? Oh, uh, mate. Why don't we just burn everything that we've got, our flag, everything, and be done with it? I mean, you know, even St. Paddy's Day. Why are we celebrating that for? It has no relevance these days. Yeah, there's there's something uh, to do with Valentine's Day. Get rid of that, I think. Mother's Day, surely uh, someone will be offended there. Father's Day, that might offend someone, you know. Why don't we get rid of it? You know, at the end of the day. I mean, all this council has got to do is this, this election is create donkey votes. I mean, that's the opinion. Yeah. Of, uh, you know, of our council and so forth. I mean, is that the most important thing? Mate, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Look at the de- development application time, for instance. Yeah, yeah. Look at Brisbane Water. That's what we need done first, I think. All right, Mikey. Thank you for that, mate. Have a good day. Cheers, I mate. Mean, Bye. 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 January 26, we celebrate Indigenous people every day at uh, ceremonies around Australia, at schools and, and what have you, in councils. Um, no one's denying any of that, it's, yeah. but that's the day it is. You, you know, do you want to change Christmas Day as well because we're not all Christians? Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. And these people, these, these people running for council, they want to come out and say stupid things before we've even had an election. I mean, yeah. hello, wake up, Central Coast, yeah. learn what you're going to vote for. Yeah, yeah, Thank just, you. yeah. Why Wait. did you come out and say that before the, you know? I, I, I just think there are more important issues locally that Absolutely. need to what be council looked at. should look after. We, you know, we look have... Look after the rubbish, look after the roads. Yeah. And look after the rates. That's and three R's. <laughs> rates, rubbish... And roads. That's not too bad. Why didn't you run, Phil? Um, <laughs> but seriously, mate, and get Central Coast moving. That's what we've got to do. It's a massive yeah. area. It's a fantastic area. And I know the businesses on the Central Coast, they want to see it achieve uh, this area because everyone then is uh, is better off. Yeah, absolutely. The, these things that they tinker with is just ridiculous. All right, mate. Thank you for your comments as well. Cheers, mate. Have a good day. Cheers, buddy. And she have a lot of uh, comments on Facebook, Champy. Oh, we've had plenty. A lot of people have um, gave us a like or all we call it reactions. Yeah. Um, twenty one to keep. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. To change the date, there's twenty one. Mm. One hundred and forty eight to, to keep the date. Wow. Does that make any sense then? Wow. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred and forty eight to uh, keep the date, and twenty one yes. to uh, not. Uh, sorry, no. Oh, no, you're confused. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, twenty one people have said change the date, and one hundred and forty eight have said keep the date. Keep the date. God, I confused. <laughs> no, myself you know, all you're the good. Time. You're good. Tracy said, do not change the date. Dave on two Joe's face book. Uh, don't insult us but changing. Uh, Deb said, this smacks of what is happening in the US with pushing over statues. Douglas McFarlane. Hey, Dougie. Obviously, such a decision would need to go to a postal survey given the deeply entrenched belief on both sides of the debate you know mate maybe we have to have a plebiscite about this so keep your comments coming on 2GO's Facebook page you've been listening to the Sarah and Patty podcast catch them live weekdays from 5 on 107.7 2GO